Chapter 3. You Can't Hit What You Can't See You can't hit what you can't see. Or in my case, you can't click what you can't see. And the liberal internet overlords make sure that it is very difficult for people to see me, as well as some other conservative content creators. It's part of their strategy. They have so much leverage on medias for broadcast from TV to internet, they can fade people out, make them virtually invisible. And we call liberals stupid. These people are evil geniuses. Selfishness and hate can make people very, very creative. They use that evil-driven creativity to get the state into your pocket, allow more illegal immigration, force people to abide by people's gender delusions, and so on. We think our intellect is what's going to stop them. It hasn't. The Word of God tells us to not lean on our own understanding, but trust in God. Proverbs 3.5 In other words, in God we trust, remember? Too many conservatives think it's going to be their intellect and common sense that's going to beat these liberals back. Wrong! Liberalism is spreading. The left claims to be progressive. Let them claim that. Because they're progressive like cancer. That doesn't mean we're not supposed to use intellect. Because the Lord told us to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Matthew 1230. So we're supposed to become stronger in the intellect God gives us. It's more than just intellect. It takes being able to deliver it. Do you think Donald Trump won by displaying amazing feats of intellectual arguments? I'm not saying he's not capable of it. I'm just saying he relied on an effective vehicle to resonate with the people that got him the votes. And no, it wasn't the Russians. That's being proven to be Hillary. But there's a lot of denial out there. And that's what we're trying to learn how to deal with here. It's so weird that Republicans clearly understand that no matter how awesome a weapon can be, it doesn't mean squat if you can't deliver it. But they just don't seem to make that connection when it comes to the culture and the importance of being able to deliver the conservative idea. The intellect of conservatives gets in the way of liberalism to a nominal degree. Yes, and our intellect should be applied, of course. The problem is the pride in the intellect as opposed to the gratitude to the one who gives it. On top of that, if conservatives would support and nurture some God-given creativity to go along with that God-given intellect, we would be radiant. We would be the radiation therapy to help beat back the progressive cancer of liberalism. But too often, we trust in our intellect more than God. We pay lip service to our belief in God, but we pride ourselves in our intellect more than giving credit to the Almighty who armed us with it so we can protect what he blessed us with. It's sad that the proverbial call to trust in God is printed on the articles that would be circulated the most to keep us mindful of it is somehow overlooked. Our currency. We exchange these notes every day that say, in God, we trust. But still, it's people pridefully trusting more in their intellect than giving thanks to God for it and not trusting his counsel on how to aim that arrow, swing that sword of truth 
and fire those gospel-loaded guns to defend what he's blessed us with from the legion of liars who are trying to rip this republic apart. As I mentioned earlier, most conservatives aren't typically wired to be artistic or imaginative or creative per se. It's not part of the conservative formula that constitutes their disposition. Reality, practicality, and logic are at the core of the conservative personality matrix. But there are some exceptions. Those who are a bit of both. Practical, yet artistic. Logical, yet imaginative. Support these people. These people are your cultural infiltrators. Yes, I'm one of those people. Yes, I admit it. When I say support, I am including myself. There are others that I do know of, but they're so greedy for the spotlight that they can't stand the idea of working with other conservatives. I've seen it. Others have seen it too. They want to be seen as the pioneers who are blazing the trail. They don't like to involve other conservatives because they don't want anyone stealing their thunder. Unfortunately, there is so much backbiting egotistical rivalry with conservatives in media. It's disgusting. Conservatives in media practically compete with each other as much as they do with liberals. It's shameful how much conservatives and media cut each other down and blow each other off. And practically each one of them thinks they're the high priest or priestess of conservatism. And if I say that, I have to include myself. I don't think I am, but I may be perceived as having that attitude. And if I do, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be some self-exalting conservative. I pray for the Lord's correction if that be true. Most conservatives and media can't stand each other. They think very little of each other while expecting each other to walk on water. And if they did walk on water, they would hate them for that too. To their credit, if you're lucky, they will like you up front. Show any iniquity though, and you're an idiot to them. I've seen conservatives only be nice enough long enough to another conservative to get where they want to go. When they've gotten there, they act like they never knew you or barely give you the time of day. Or they can be very cliquish. And if the higher ups on that social ladder don't approve of someone and you want to stay in the good graces of that clique, you'll have to disassociate yourself with that person you used to be acquainted with. But this plays into the liberal strategy of invisibility. Conservatives practically help liberals make us invisible. Conservatives hardly promote each other to help get the message in front of people. Too many conservatives act like every conservative has to walk on water and drown each other in the water walking test while at the same time will go gaga over a celebrity who steps away from the liberal herd a little bit and gives them all the promotion they want. To a degree, I encourage this because it's good that conservatives show that we are welcoming and that we're happy to see people get it. We should be open-armed and let artists know that they will still have a population who will appreciate them when the leftists curse them for stepping out of the herd. A lot of artists are too scared to go against leftist groupthink because they feel like they won't have anywhere to go or that nobody will have their back. The fear is legit. Pretty much all my so-called friends went ghost. I see a lot of conservatives saying things like, if liberals want to spark a civil war, bring it on. Meanwhile, a lot of these conservatives are too afraid to share conservative content because some liberal might troll them or a friend might defriend them on Facebook. I have too often had conservatives tell me that they don't share my videos because they don't want the reaction it gets from rabid liberals. If we had Republicans in the 1860s, 
like we have today, we would have lost the Civil War. Conservatives in Hollywood? There's some, I suppose. But to the right of center types in Hollywood, they just get together in their speakeasy and lament about the political climate, but hardly put their resources together to fight back in the industry to help counter the corrosive content cranked out by commie leftists. Nah, they're too afraid to be outed. They don't want to miss the opportunity to get cast or contracted with some leftist production. They don't want to post my videos because they don't want to be outed. I've received emails on this. Again, this is why artists don't come out. Because they have a legitimate fear that nobody is going to have their six. I'm a bit of that proof. Conservatives getting together in some secret circle ain't going to cut it. Why? Because it was a secret circle that even the people who were in it couldn't keep their mouths zipped about. And they couldn't help but talk outside of the group about this group they weren't supposed to talk about. They came in saying, I love America. Yay, the I love America password worked. Point me to the first celebrity I can schmooze with. Here's my script. Out of ignorance, I even mentioned this group publicly because I didn't understand that it was supposed to be a secret. I didn't even understand why I was asked to be in it. Just grateful. I didn't have industry credentials. I'm not SAG or AFTRA, etc. I was just a dude making YouTube videos. If the group was such a big secret, why would it involve me? So it didn't register with me that it was supposed to be a secret, or even exclusive if it included me. So on my website, where I included some reviews and testimonies concerning my work, I included the group as an organization that had recognized my work. It was up there briefly until I got a notification asking me to take it down, because the group isn't supposed to be publicized. With understanding that, I respectfully took it down immediately. Meanwhile, I'd see people on Fox News talking about it. Maybe they thought it was ridiculous for it to be a secret group. Or maybe they wanted to be the first to say they knew something about it. Or wanted to show that they were in the know about the group. Like I said, ego. Or maybe some were like me and it just didn't register that it was supposed to be kept on the DL. I love the reason why the group was founded. But I'm saddened that it became more of a pseudo-secret group of conservatives, quote-unquote, that really don't pull their resources together to combat the left in the culture. They just have a bunch of get-togethers and complain. But the group was still not supposed to be public. And it was supposed to be an uplifting fellowship, friends strengthening each other. And a byproduct of those friendships should have bloomed into projects. Unfortunately, some people couldn't respect that and had to brag out loud that they were in it. Why? Because too many were in it for themselves, not to fellowship, not to help preserve our republic, but to satisfy their need to groan and to say they're in a group populated with people in the entertainment industry. Am I wrong? How many projects have you heard of that are promoting a right angle? Not a lot. Guess I shouldn't wonder why I don't have a lot of friends. Many of these people who are in it weren't even conservative. They were liberals that hated taxes or just had more of an adolescent attitude of, I don't need the government telling me what to do. And based on that, they were issued a conservative card. But they could be pro-abortion, pro-gay marriage, pro-legalization of drugs, reject God in our constitution and still get the conservative pass because after all, we should be a big tent, quote unquote. A tent made up of the aforementioned fragile frame of ideals will collapse. It may be a big tent, but it's not a conservative tent by any means, 
and that defeats the whole purpose. Don't get me wrong. I loved the idea of the group. I think it was much needed, and I'm grateful for it. I just don't like what happened. And more than that, I don't like what didn't happen. It's tragic that more projects didn't come from it out of creative fellowship and that there wasn't more supportive fellowship. To the credit of some, there are those who did attempt to pull talent together and do productions, but not with genuine support from the rest. That can get them out of you know. Things like this help the liberal media overlords with their strategy of invisibility. You can't promote what folks can't see. I make videos calling out Democrats for what they are, but they of course want to keep them invisible to people so they won't catch on. Like this commentary I published a while back. Democrats don't want you to see or hear the following because it shines a light on who they are, like an ugly girl in a club depending on it being dark and dudes being too drunk to care. Hey, what's your name, baby? Ah, <laughs> oh, for real? Man, that sounds exotic. This goes to the strategy of invisibility. There's the strategy of Democrats making their opponents invisible so the message can't connect with the culture. And there's the strategy of the Democrats being invisible so the culture doesn't know that the Democrats are the culprits driving what keeps the culture so bitter. One cloak of invisibility for the Democrats is masquerading as Christians. Reflect on 2 Corinthians 11:14 through 15. They like to create some sugar-coated version of Jesus that justifies, accepts, or encourages their desires to sin against others. They fool people into thinking that they are righteous according to Jesus. Now here's the problem. They try to use Jesus as a righteous person that they can use as an authority figure to validate what they think is right, then turn around and say that Christianity is just as bad as any other religion because organizations like the KKK are Christian. See how contradicting they are? Democrats make themselves invisible by hiding behind a cloak of counterfeit Christianity. And for added measure, they add a cloak of political correctness by saying Christianity is just as evil as any other religion. That way they look fair and politically correct and not judgmental, which is the blinding effect of PC pandering. I want to address this silly idea that the KKK is a Christian fraternity for the Democrats who try to use that angle to stigmatize the right. The KKK are confused, not Christian. First, let's examine the confusion of the new KKK and the confusion of those who think they're right-wingers. American right-wingers are capitalist. The new KKK includes the swastika in their insignia. The Nazis were socialists. This contradicts skinheads and KKK as right-wing capitalists. Also, Nazis aren't Christian, and neither are the KKK, because they have a special kind of hatred for Jewish people. And you can't be a Christian and hate Jewish people when the very Lord and King of our salvation is Jewish. So no, Nazis and the KKK are not Christian. Also, examine the ranks of the KKK. Grand Wizard, what kind of a Christian organization bestows the title of a warlock to their executives? A wizard or a warlock relies on powers not given to him by God. A warlock is submitted to demons, not God. What does a wizard have to do with God anyway? Wizards challenged Moses and Aaron. Being a wizard ain't godly. 
And what are they grand wizards at anyway? Spelling? Solving a Rubik's Cube? Are they pinball wizards? For what reason do these KKK kooks call themselves a wizard? It ain't for no biblical reason. The Democrats created the KKK and give their highest official the title of a grand wizard, which is synonymous with warlock. And warlock means oath breaker. But many Democrat voters don't see the promises that the Democrats keep breaking on them, do they? No, because Democrats keep them busy by blaming Republicans. Republicans who Democrat voters never elected to do anything in their community in the first place. The highest order of business for the Democrat Party is to break their oath with you. They sucker you in with their promises, disappear with the power you gave them, and oppress you behind the cloak of pandering. Do you see the connection? People fall for the promises that the Democrats make to keep them as a loyal voter stock. For what biblical Christian reason would you call yourself a grand dragon? The dragon in the Bible is the devil. All this suits the Democrats, who created the KKK just fine, as they are the party of deception. They are the party of slander. They are the party of violence and terror tactics. That hasn't changed. This is one of the reasons why Democrats keep trying to push the propaganda that the NRA is a terrorist group to distract people from recognizing the Democrats as the actual party of terrorism. Quick note, BLM and Antifa are just the new incarnations of the belligerent tactics to press the policies of the Democrat Party. They haven't changed. Continuing with the KKK. What kind of a Christian organization needs the title of Exalted Cyclops? What kind of a Christian organization needs the title of Grand Titan and the Council of Centaurs or Hydras? None, because these ain't Christians at all. They're a bunch of pagans. People have been trying to stigmatize Christians for the KKK when Christianity has nothing to do with the KKK. Their fraternity is structured on paganism and just makes references to biblical scripture. And big deal if they refer to the Bible or have meetings in churches. The devil makes references to biblical scripture too. Doesn't make him a Christian. Also, the devil attends church just as much as most Christians. The devil was in the garden of God. You don't think he can hold meetings at church too? Democrats hold meetings in church while being the very party that didn't want God in their platform. They took God out. Then there was a motion to put God back in and it was booed down. Why was God taken out in the first place? And the only reason why Democrats would want to put God back into the language of their platform is so they can take the Lord's name in vain to invoke him as the authority that justifies the evil policies they want instituted. Are you not seeing them follow the same pattern as their patriarch's namesake, Satan, the accuser? Or in Satan's and the Democrats' case, should I say, Gatriarch, hey, the Democrats point their nasty finger and accuse others of the very evil they themselves do, which takes the focus off of them and makes their evil deeds invisible. Many don't see the policies of the Democrats and how they've broken the family and how they've waged genocide on the black population. Many of the people don't see what the Democrats do. They don't see how the neighborhoods that the Democrats control have the highest crime rates, the highest suicide rates, the highest addiction rates, etc., Many don't see that they control these areas because they fall for them accusing someone else, which makes them invisible. The low info voters, as I've heard them called, don't see it 
that Democrats run the cities with the most unemployment. They don't see it that they're the places where blacks have the highest incarceration rates. And for those of you that swear that there's a prison industrial complex, look to the Democrats who fought to keep slavery legal in the first place. You don't see what the Democrats are doing who created the KKK. And again, they don't want you to see these commentaries I've been making where I've said this for years. Liberal voter drones don't really see these things because they're in denial about these things, which all makes their evil invisible to themselves. This is why folks don't see that there is a reason why the Democrat-created KKK calls themselves the Invisible Empire. Can't hit what you can't see. There are so many angry people out there, and they don't even know what to really be angry at. The Democrats are like a cartoon character that dies into some vanishing cream to become invisible and torments another character while making the tormented character think it was someone else. Democrats hide commentaries I make about them pointing this out. They don't want people to know that they're the invisible empire. This is crucial. This is how Democrats have been able to get away with what they've been able to get away with for so long. They use methods of pandering, slander, race baiting, class baiting, sexism, political correctness, etc. to make themselves invisible, leaving people to believe that the ones who are to blame are the ones they can see. Republicans, the ones the Democrats are pointing that accusing finger at. The invisible empire of the Democrats can count on conservatives helping them to stay invisible because too often people on the right angle of the media are too egotistical to promote each other. They want other conservatives to be as invisible as the Democrats do so they can be seen as the unique brave lone warrior or group with their own clique so they can corner the market as the conservative voice in media. That competitiveness would be fine if it were any other product or service. But our republic is at stake. Conservatives can't afford to be pawns for the invisibility strategy of the Democrats. Democrats who make themselves invisible so people can't see them do evil. And the Democrats who make their opponents invisible so people can't get their message. Some say, Zoe, you're just sour because you're being shunned and you don't belong to a clique. No, I'm not a cliquish kind of guy. I do admit that I feel brushed off, taken for granted and forgotten and made invisible. And I get kind of sick of people sending me videos of people saying things that I was saying years ago. I'm like, y'all send me these people's videos, but do you send them my videos? I hardly ever see anybody tag me in a video they sent to a person who made a video that they sent to me. I've subscribed to their channels, followed them on YouTube, shared their vids, mentioned them in my vids, do they do the same? Nah, I've even met some of these people in person. And even when I approached them to say hello, they blew me off. This isn't me boohooing about them not wanting to be acquainted with me. What troubles me is the question of how can we preserve these United States when we're not in a United State? The Democrats use that to make us invisible. As cutthroat as the Democrats are, they are united in hate, while conservatives are divided by rivalry. I'm not seen as a compatriot by many, but instead competition or a clown. I mean, hey, I am the clown prince of conservatism. I'm not among those that they see as a benefit for them to connect with. I'm more of a liability in the promotion of their brand than an asset. 
because I would subtract from their image of being the new thinkers appointed to awaken others to this new hashtag walk away way of thinking. I walked away long before it was cool, like many others in C.L. Bryant's movie Runaway Slave, for example. I gotta repeat this. Admittedly, I don't share a lot of people's vids, not because I worry about another conservative getting my light or anything, but because I don't want to promote these content creators relying on language that the left does. People already say they can't see the difference between the left and the right. Why would we use the same language as them? If there's cursing and whatnot in your commentary, I'm not as likely to share it. Your point should be strong enough on its own. Cursing ain't strong language. It's weak, really. When God wanted to add strength to his language, he didn't say, Let there be f***ing light. Speaking the universe into existence is strong language. And he didn't have to drop the F-bomb to do it. He dropped the truth bomb. Truth! Out of respect for my audience, I try to keep it PG-13. Even though a lot of conservatives share other commentators' vids that throw out the language filter. But I'm slow to share videos that have bad language. Also, if I detect Confederate sympathies from a commentator, it will keep me from sharing their work. To those who think I'm miseducated about the Confederacy, you just remember, you learned what you think you know and what you think is right about the Confederacy from Democrats. You go ahead and believe the Confederacy wasn't about racism. But um, you can obviously see the Democrats are racist today and obsessed with making everything about race today. But you can't fathom that the Democrats were obsessed with race in the 1800s? Alright, wow, Democrats with that invisibility, it works on conservatives too, can't hit what you can't see, and some conservatives are so blind with southern pride that they can't see that they are pawns for the party that created the confederacy. And those sentiments work excellently to turn public opinion against Republicans. Democrats effectively wipe their confederate stank on Republicans. They kill and then drop the smoking gun in a Republican's lap and say, See, it was Republicans. See, they hate blacks and they used a gun. We should take guns away from people and put up more laws that actually get more blacks killed. And when blacks kill each other in the communities that we Democrats run, we can say, See, Republicans don't care about black people. Now, if the following sounds like a broken record and it's getting on your nerves, good. <laughs> I'm playing. But seriously, y'all, this stuff has been going on over and over again in the culture. It's getting on my nerves. But so many Republicans don't really support the production of creative counter-propaganda to this. This helps the Democrats remain as the invisible empire. Republicans do make great memes, though. Isn't it amazing how Democrats are invisible when it comes to feminists? Feminists don't see their evil. They're also convinced that the Democrats have changed. In their delusion, they are no longer the party that stood in the way of women's suffrage. The party that didn't trust women with the right to vote are now seen by feminists as the party to trust. Wow. Why? Because all the Democrats had to do was tell women that they trusted them with the choice to kill their unborn kid. That's all it took. And then the evil of the Democrats became invisible to feminists. Oh, and of course, accuse Republicans of being anti-women. The sad irony is that Republicans 
are the ones who made abortion legal in the United States. This is what happens when Republicans are deviant from the Judeo-Christian constitutional foundation of the Republican platform. This is what happens when Republicans think like Democrats and disqualify a human being's personhood. Democrats like Margaret Sanger founded the most effective genocidal facility for the genocidal campaign against blacks. Democrats champion abortion. But feminists don't see this as evil because they're seduced by the propaganda that tells them that they are empowered when they can judge over the life and death of an unborn kid. Yeah, they are so hardcore and empowered to bully a prenatal kid to death. But their selfishness makes them blind to their own evil and blind to the Democrats' evil, which is what makes them the invisible empire. And again, it's embarrassing that the Republicans are the ones who help make this selfish act legal. Roe v. Wade was made legal with the opinion of Chief Justice Warren E. Berger, Judge Harry Blackman, and Judge Potter Stewart. Judge William Rehnquist was the only dissenting Supreme Court Justice Republican concerning abortion. The other so-called Republicans lost sight of God-given rights written into our Constitution and interpreted the law like Democrats. They were liberal with interpreting it instead of conservative, and the result was a decision that was antithetical to the Constitution and disregards the equal rights of the human creature. At least many Republicans are trying to repent from this evil decision. And the best way to do this is to not lean on our own understanding, but to trust in God. In God we trust. Remember that. Those Supreme Court justices forgot or ignored that. They leaned on their own understanding and it resulted in them viewing the Constitution liberally. Had they relied on God and reflected on what his word says, they would have seen that the rights of the created would be infringed upon without due process and would have said no to abortion. Let that be a lesson, Republicans. Do not leave God out of the mix. You get death. We should have learned that with Adam and Eve. They left God out of the mix. It resulted in death. It's like you with your kids. I'm sure you would encourage them to have you accompany them as they're growing up because if you're not in the mix, their activities could more likely result in injury or death. And even when you can't be there, they should reflect on what you've tried to show them about right and wrong. Republicans will become just as bad as Democrats if they rely on their own understanding of right and wrong. Trust in God and his instructions. That shows more evidence of good intellect. You know you don't like prideful people. Pride is foolishness, which means pride in one's intellect is foolish. Humility and gratitude are valued and wise. Humility and gratitude toward the Lord for the blessings of intellect is wise. That is the light that is needed to blaze against the invisible empire, expose them and break others free from them. But right now, people can't hit what they can't see. They're angry and swinging at what they can see. If they're angry and want to swing, don't you think it's a good idea to point them to who they should actually be swinging at? It takes more than just great debating. You have to lay the groundwork of illustrating to the culture why their representative is wrong. This helps to start breaking down their wall of denial. However, 
when you or our candidates beats their candidates' positions just intellectually, they get defensive and fortify their wall even more against letting truth in. Trump didn't win because he featured himself as some great cerebral debater. I'm not saying he couldn't. I'm just saying that's not what he relied on. He won because he knew how to tap into the culture. He's a proven success with reality TV shows. Reality TV shows are a hit with the culture. Trump brought the whole election process into his own reality TV show, and it worked. That's what I've been trying to tell y'all. Tap into the culture. Compete in entertainment media. That's a big part of how the liberals have accomplished all the damage they've done. Support creative counter content. Expose the invisible empire. Expose the real enemy and their objective to target the embittered masses. The embittered masses that the Democrats keep influencing to take their anger out on the Republicans. When it's been the Democrats all along who have been doing the things that these people are so angry about. Programming them to be victims that feel like they're owed. These multitudes are Democrat drones that are fired up to carry on the longtime grudge the Democrats have always had against Republicans. And they're going to fire up these drones until there's another war. We might want to support the creation of entertaining and thought-provoking productions that they might want to sit down and watch rather than getting up and starting trouble, you know, and rethink their views. Get them to laugh. Get them to like some of our characters that have the conservative angle. Get them drawn into our stories. Get their attention with these things. Get them fascinated and marinating on these things so they're not preoccupied with ripping apart our republic. Support the effort to produce entertainment that breaks the spell the liberals have them under. Snatch off that hood and robe of invisibility the Demo KK Kratz have been cloaked in so the Demo KK Kratz can say, and we would have gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for you meddling radical Republicans. But people usually want to make their own mistakes and will curse authority when authority interferes with them making their own mistakes. And then when authority does allow them to make their own mistakes and the mistake maker gets hurt, they blame authority for allowing it to happen and call the authority evil and then demand the authority to pay for the mistakes they wanted to be free to make in the first place. That's liberalism.